Welcome to Level Up. I'm Sherelle. And I'm Danny. And this is the podcast where we talk about health, fitness, and mindset. So number one, which I always used to do, is skip the warm-up. Mm. Straight to the barbell, straight to the heavy shit. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely a very common mistake. And I feel like as you go throughout your training, journey, career mm. experience, you figure out what works and what your body needs. And there isn't, in my opinion, one cookie cutter warm up that everyone should do to get the best results because it's going to depend on so many other variables. And this is the process of increasing your training IQ to figure out and be able to tune into yourself and be mindful in your training and go, what do I need today? What does my body need to prepare for this session? Where am I at? Where am I at psychologically? Where am I at physically? How did I sleep? What are the exercises I'm about to do? So it's not Mm. like a straightforward, everyone wants to know, oh, what's your lower body warm up? And I'm like, doesn't really matter for you to be honest, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly right. So you mentioned a lot of key points there. So what are the exercises that you're about to do? Another one is what have you done um, for the whole day? If you're training in the afternoon, have you been sitting down all day? Or were you up and walking about all day? Were you lifting some things in the backyard, playing with the kids? Or have you just woken up? Which position were you sleeping in? Things like that. So that's really important to consider. And you'll be able to feel it in your body as you get more experience. As you said, your training IQ and and self-awareness. Where do you feel a little bit stiff? Any stiff areas? Mobilize, okay? And I don't mean stretch the crap out of things and all of that, but just move your spine in some ways that they haven't moved all day. Were you hunched over? Mm. Cool. Sit in front of a bench press or on a foam roller and lie on a foam roller and then Mm. arch your back the opposite way. Okay. Mm. So find a position you're in and then mobilize yourself in the opposite way before you start training. Mm. Yeah. I also think like something I do subconsciously now is like, just really tune into like where I'm feeling any tension or mm. like, you know, what, what might feel tight or what feels good um, in my body, especially like say when I'm driving to the gym, I'm thinking about my session. I'm like, okay, I got hack squat today. I've got RDLs today and I'm mentally preparing as well. I'm not just thinking about, okay, well, what's the warm up stuff I'm going to do? Like psychologically, we need mm-hmm. to be like in our training. And this is why I'm like, nope, got to get these things done first. Got to get that off my mind. So I like to think of warm ups as well is like, not just like physically doing things, but also mentally like breath work, mm-hmm. like, you know, getting things, clearing your head's space because that component is so important as well yeah for sure it's a it's a low level activity that you can do to get in the zone for that session that's your chance to check your last minute emails get all that shit out of your minds and be ready to focus on the session yeah Mm. so I love that you highlighted the mindset part of it as well Mm, Um, and as a general rule when it comes to um, warm-ups quote unquote so generally activation mobilization then your warm up, and mm. then you go and train as yeah. well. So activation and mobilization can be interchangeable, just mm-hmm. depending on how stiff you sort of feel through your spine, or for example, um, so you can change those around. And then a warm up is something a little bit more specific. Um, so for example, let's just say you've got squats for mm. your first exercise. Me personally, 
I would mobilize my hips if I feel a bit stiff, if I've been sitting down all day, just, you know, leg swings, things like that. Yep. I would uh, do my glute and core activation as well. So my go-to sequence is the lock five, which is on my Instagram page. Um, and then some banded body weight squats or just some goblet squats. So we mm. replicate the movement and then we go to do it. So there's yeah. a little series that I follow before I do the main movement. Yeah, love that. And I'm trying to like, I was like, oh yeah, it's really easy to talk about it when you pick like an exercise. So for example, yeah. like whenever I do a hack squat, my normal sequence is like, I'll start with like walking lunges, just body weight, love that. Like dynamic movement, stability at the hip, like replicating knee flexion, lots of movements like that. Love me a bit of skipping just to get heart rate up as well, blood flow particularly in winter, I find that joints on cold. So me getting a bit of, um, especially if you're doing heavy work, getting yeah, a little yeah. bit of blood flow, I find really beneficial um, antidotically from a joint perspective, just feels much better on knees and stuff, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then like warm up sets are something that is so important and so undervalued and misunderstood. And this is something that I spend quite a bit of time teaching my clients about because it's really hard to master when you first start lifting because it's sort of like, okay, well, there's three sets of six. So what's this warm-up set and what's a working set? Because yeah. your warm-up sets are, again, a warm-up to neurologically prime your nervous system to lift heavy shit. Mm-hmm. You can't just get in and go, oh, well, last week I did 60 for six, so I'm just going to put 60 on the bar. <laughs> it sounds like common sense, but you have to know that your nervous system is responsible for your muscular system and how well those muscles can actually generate force, power, and contract under the load that you're putting it. So mm. I like my clients to document their their warm-up sets and their working sets so they can know, okay, I, I jumped up 10 kilos last week in a warm-up. It was too much for that exercise. Felt like shit, was really yeah. difficult. And the stronger you are on a certain exercise, the more warm-up sets you're going to need. So I know for both of us, Danny, we're probably punching three, four warm-up sets on a glute drive to be able to get to our actual working weight, which is the only thing that's going to give us an actual muscle building stimulus. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And that's a really great point because your program may have, as you said, three by six, but then there might be three, four, five warm-up sets before you hit those top sets. It's not like you do one set, two set, and then you reach a heavy weight and that's your three. Well, no, you reach your top set and then you have another two sets after that. And yes, you might have to lighten the weight for the two following if you go really hard in your top set and that's okay. Mm. But you can't count your warm-up sets as part of your program. So yeah, great point to just document it all down. Mm. Um, and don't gas out before your main set. So if your mm. working sets are three by six, um, then you might do some, you know, just the bar or just the machine, for example, on hack squats for 10, 12 reps. Okay, add a bit of weight. And then as you get closer... Don't do six, the six reps, maybe one or two reps on a, a pretty close weight to your top set and then go for gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good point. You figure out the sequence and everything that works best for you as well, yeah. like to whatever you need to do to get to that working weight. And it's going to depend on experience and all those sorts of things as well. And, you know, I, I just think it's it's very misunderstood. And I know that um, just from coaching as well, and you'd be the same, Danny. I'm like, how are you getting through your session in 45 minutes or 40 minutes? Impossible. Yeah, You're I'm just like rushing everything. <laughs> how many warm-up sets are you doing? They're like, warm-up what? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> 
you know, this is, you know, but it's, it's not known. No, right? no, it's no, actually no. not known. And I think it's because as well, when you first start training, your working weight may very well be a warm up weight. So you go through this period where maybe it's not as relevant, but when you get to that intermediate, immediate to early advanced stage and beyond it's super important because you can go through like years of training and not actually be progressively overloading right sensation and the difficulty that it feels doesn't dictate progress unfortunately yeah and it's going to feel harder if you skip the warm-up so gone are the days of just walking on a treadmill before um jumping <laughs> under the barbell cross trainer you know that yeah crazy. that's not that's not really ideal anymore or never really was to be honest but um the reason why a warm-up is so important is because we need to get our body ready to perform and again if you've spent the day sitting down at your office desk it's molded in that c-shaped position which is a very dangerous position for squats for deadlifts for hack squats for any heavy loading same with your upper body if your shoulders have been forward all day okay and then you're going to try and do overhead pressing it's a recipe for shoulder impingement and injuries as well and injuries aside you just won't perform well you won't be able to lift as heavy Um, And then everything will feel a lot harder. So you have to warm up, activate, mobilize. Okay. Get, Mm. you you just have to. Yeah. And you don't have to spend half an hour doing it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like I literally take five, 10 minutes to warm up. Um, Some, some exercises, like I said, like when you get really strong, you might spend a bit longer. Again, when intensity goes up, volume should come down.